And uh, yeah, so I have I have my thoughts and notes and terrific making annotations while watching. Good, very good. <laughs> you wrote in the margins of the movie. And <laughs> share. I highlighted certain scenes. Dog, you're that one with boobs in it. <laughs> I, I just want to know how many times we can say mouth to anus. <laughs> <laughs> As many times as you like, my friend. I might just abbreviate that to Manus. <laughs> good morning, Meat Suits and Meat Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 91. We have now done as many episodes as the amount of cents in a U.S. dollar that you would have if you had one coin of each. Speaking of things that I wouldn't pay a dollar for, this week we are watching Human Centipede, written and directed by Tom Six. This week's episode, of course, is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash readandweep. If you go to that address, you can sign up for a free trial of Audible's audiobook membership, and you get a free audiobook just for signing up for the trial. So you also support our show. It's the best way that you can support our show. So if you like us or you like audiobooks or both, audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep if you want to suggest a topic for us to read or watch go to read-weep.com that's our website slash suggest and you can enter any manner of torture that you can come up with because I think today we're proving we're willing to do that (laughs) this has been our most requested movie on on our page for some time now and we've been postponing it and postponing and postponing it but today we're finally actually going to Almost review it, kind of. I am your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. I've got a very special panel with me today. First up, he's the world's most well-respected surgeon in the field of Siamese twin separations, but he's got a dirty little secret. I'm sorry. He's got a really, really big dirty secret. In Northern California, it's Ezra Vox. For breakfast, I am going to attach three sausages together and call it (laughs) the meat centipede. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sausages come in links and then you separate them? You're just putting them back where they belong? Well... Fuck! (laughs) Have I told you about my three-egg meal? (laughs) You've got, like, one creative idea, and you just... There we go. All right, also joining us today, he's an unfortunate Japanese man of unknown origin and destination in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris. For some reason, I'm in Germany, but don't speak the language and conform to every racial stereotype you've ever (laughs) seen about Japanese people. Hello. They are very fierce when cornered. (laughs) Very honorable. (laughs) He's he's also very subtitled, which is is a stereotype about Japanese people. (laughs) I have heard this. Yeah... Uh, also joining us, we have a very special guest. He's a pair of sexy American women on a European road trip, reporting live from New York. It's Ben Keegan. And I say I love to go to clubs, dance clubs, that are often found in the middle of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> How do you fuck up that badly on directions? Like, when you enter the woods, might you think, maybe this isn't downtown. Yeah, this, this is not the right place. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, I mean, I, I think... Uh, a pretty good hipster club might be in the middle of the woods. <laughs> uh, it'd probably be called in the middle of the woods and not be there. Would it be in some guy's basement? It'd be like one fake tree. Well, it, it would have already closed down. I, right? you I probably think the doctor's it, house was the club. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> know, oh, they sold out. <laughs>
All right. Uh, before we talk about this, we need to summarize so that you unfortunate soul. No, sorry. So you fortunate souls who have not seen this movie know exactly what it's about. Or you could just look at the cover. Just to give ah. us a full in-depth summary, Chris, uh, because of your freakish recall and your dulcet tones, you are a resident summarizer. Yes. Today, I would like you to summarize in the style of a crazy doctor played by the German Chris Walken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't paying close attention to this movie. Okay. <laughs> That's a shame. You missed uh, a lot of the subtext, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so much subtext. In between the butts. <laughs> between two butts. My <laughs> new chat show on Funny or Die. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awkward. <laughs> All right. All right, Chris, go for it. Summarize. So, there is this crazy German <laughs> surgeon who has a fetish for linking three things together, stacking them like Legos. And he decides he wants to do this with his hund, his dog, and he does this, and then he does it with people. Which is fucked up and weird. <laughs> First he kidnaps a truck driver, and then these two girls, but then realizes for non-scientific reasons he can't use the truck driver, he's over the bear thing. And so he gets the, the Japanese dude. And so it's Japanese dude, American girl, American girl, linked mouth to anus, mouth to anus. We're just going to call it manus. Manus to manus. <laughs> anyway, the doctor proceeds to abuse these poor people. Abuse is a very, a very soft description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're being very kind. <laughs> the abuse wasn't the linking together manusly. He was a little rude to them afterwards. I agree with that. That's, that's what crossed the line for you. For you. <laughs> I, I was on his side, and then he was—he just yelled so much, and that's when he lost me. Yeah. <laughs> no need for that. He beat them, and and then. There are these two German detectives who come through the come <laughs> to the house in the woods and suspect that something fishy is going on and go back to the warrant <laughs> to come arrest him. Meanwhile, the centipede trio, the three caballeros, are trying <laughs> to escape from the house by crawling painfully. And then um, uh, the detectives come back and get killed, but kill the doctor. It's it, it's pretty dark, guys. <laughs> This, we 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 joke about think like you shouldn't see movies because we, that we watch. We joke about. Do not time. see this movie. <laughs> see it. As can I ask? Is this too early to ask you? Because you're talking like you've seen the movie. <laughs> is it too early to ask me? No. Did you watch the movie? No. Oh, okay. That's why I'm happy today. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he saw the cover, and to be fair, that's that's most. No, of I it, mean, so. I I think I did the best I could without having to see the movie. So I mean, I I read through the uh, subtitles, which I had translated from English to French to Finnish and back to English. <laughs> um, well, I, I played the classic Atari game Centipede. Um, <laughs> um and also I, I read some aphorisms from Nietzsche's uh, "Human All Too Human," and I figured that pretty much should have done it for me. <laughs> All right, so it is time, of course, for the compliment sandwich. We like to begin and end every show with a compliment that helps us feel like real legitimate criticism. Ezra, I can't wait. But first, Ben, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the compliment round. What do you prefer? I'll go first. Great. I got a good compliment ready to rock and roll. All right. I, I thought that the the most astounding thing about this film is really in the art direction and the production design. The subtle use of modern artwork that represents the joining of bodies in the doctor's <laughs> yeah. apartment was just a beautiful touch and um you know just show that he had uh 
very specific taste in art. I couldn't help but wondering about that. Were those famous paintings of Siamese twins, or do you think he had to go commission all of those? I think I think he commissioned them, yeah. Or he just, every single piece of artwork that had to do with twins, he had. Um, <laughs> yeah, art direction was good. You know, you knew going in from the title what was going on. So, like, you know, it seemed like there was extra significance to everything that was three. So you had three candles on the on the coffee table there, and you had a lot of other things that were, like, three of this. Additionally, the movie, well, and maybe this will... I just want to leapfrog into my compliment here. Yeah, go for because it. Because my compliment is the director of photography was Goof de Kooning. And so you could say this was all shot uh, by a goof. By a goof. <laughs> all right, good compliments both. I'm going to let you be last, as because I'm most excited about yours, so I'm going to go next. Okay, there's so many good things for me to do. Okay, so this movie was written, directed, and produced by a couple, the Sixes. And uh, I would a couple of six fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Chris. That was really funny. Anyway, I just want to give a compliment to the universe that the worst person in the world married the second worst person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the third person in the world is safe. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad they're together, and I'm glad they found each other. Like that. Like if you're wor- for worst person in the world and like tenth worst, you're always going to have that inequality in the marriage that's going to cause some tension yeah i would i would say right. that's like irreconcilable differences right there if that kind of happened it's probably <laughs> that one's probably not going to last all the way i also like the idea if they're if they're a couple like him being like a director or a filmmaker and maybe like them getting married but her not like really knowing that his real aspiration is to like take on torture porn i like i like that like so if you're okay so if you're a director writer director and you married a producer this is like you have certain things you have to you, you have to get her ready for. You can't right. rush her into this one. No, no, no. Yeah, this is like 25th base. I'm not really sure you'll work <laughs> up to it. All right, as it's time, what is your first compliment for the this movie that you didn't see? I have so many. So many. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think this is a compliment to the process, I guess, of, of, of Google Translate. Somehow going from English to, to French to Finnish and back to English reveals the true meaning of everything beneath it. For example, uh, this line, 11 minutes in, I don't know what you guys heard, but how it came out was, um, leaving the car, the dumbest idea. <laughs> I'm it guessing should... it was true, right? It's actually pretty close to that, and uh, it wasn't the dumbest idea, but it was pretty dumb. That, that was dumb, but they didn't even like walk along the road, because then they were like lost in the middle of the forest, so that's, that's the other thing. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> but to the future. <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, uh, compliments out of the way. It's time to get to our more honest segment, uh, the hate game. Today's hate game is called Hate O. So get five in a row, across, down, or diagonal. And of course, the middle hate is always free. I got a hate. Yeah, I bet you do. I mean, just in terms of numbers, uh, I did the math. If there's three people, four limbs each, 12 limbs, all right? Centipede, that's 100. This is, at best, a duodecapede. You know, as I mean, I think this is cute, but also your hates are so inconsequential compared to the hate that we actually feel. It's all fun and games for you. (laughs) It really is. Ben, you want to kick us off? <laughs> sure. I have, uh, I have a lot of hate for the director who, who decided to 
insert a scene, a gratuitous scene, as if the <laughs> surgery was not enough, to see the doctor making out with himself in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it just uh, it just happens. And uh, yeah. I, I hate him for doing that. Or, if, or the actor for making that choice. I don't even understand the making out with the mirror either, because it's not, like, even if you like yourself, you're closing your eyes when you're making out, so now it just feels like you're kissing glass. And why are you angling your head? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're always going to bump noses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I can't get over just the hate of the, just the awfulness of the idea of this movie. I'm just trying to it's think of a, anything else. I, I hate on the, on the director for making this happen. No, so the, I have a hate. The worst part is that he cuts open their mouths and gives them huge, grotesque smiles, right? Um, yeah, that is that that is horrible. I hate that aspect of it as well. <laughs> We're just having like genuine non-comedy I, hates. I feel I uh, feel <laughs> defeated largely. Um, you know what? It's time for an emergency ga- segment change. <laughs> We're gonna play a game. We're gonna play my my first main game. It's the anchor segment for today. This is a game that I call. Talk about anything but this movie. <laughs> there are very few rules. The only way to lose this game is to accidentally talk about Human Centipede. And go. It's like one of those things where it's like, don't think about an elephant, and then invariably just, you'll think about an elephant. It's just making it worse. We can talk about worse. elephants. I think I, I we're allowed to think about elephants right now. I think we should. <laughs> you guys ever seen some elephants walk? Well, they don't. They hold the tail in the trunk. They do that. They do. They do the tail trunk hold. Like the Jungle Burning, Book. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerously close. I like elephant behavior where they're not in a line. <laughs> Although elephants do walk in a line to hide their numbers like Tuscan sand people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like about elephants? They're very large. Yeah. I, I read that um, the star of the new movie uh, Water for Elephants, the adaptation of the book starring frequent uh, mention of the show, Robert Pattinson. Uh-huh. Um, Apparently was also in like a hundred other movies like Operation Dumbo Drop and numerous other like elephant based movies, but nobody's ever heard of her the same way they've heard of like Beethoven. Wait, there, so there's there's like only one or two elephants that play all elephants everywhere? Pretty much, because they're, I mean, basically they live for like 45 years and you can train them really, really well. It's just it's just tough for the older elephants, you know, to get good roles. You know, they just get, <laughs> yeah, I've just been saying this for two years. They always get cast as the old yeah, father elephant. Yeah, there are no good parts for elephants over 40. No, I, th- I don't think that seems so bad. Maybe you should just retire because you used to be making a million dollars a picture. Yeah, Yeah, but you, I mean, you blow it all on... Peanuts. Peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> don't elephants like peanuts? Is all that, that money goes straight up my nose. That's... <laughs> <laughs> See, is uh, this, this is, fun? This is a delightful break from talking oh. about that other thing. <laughs> this was an enjoyable conversation. Yeah, it was fun. All right, we can go back to where we were. The, the segment I want is just, uh, I'll give you like the translated line, you see if you can give me like the real one. Okay, okay, we'll try that. Let's try that. Let's play Ezra's find and replace game. Google untranslate. Okay, six minutes in. Yeah. I have no idea who said it, but, quote, you need to have in place the entire pot or something. 
Six minutes in. Hmm. It's got to be the girls in. in the hotel, right? Talking on the phone. Yeah. Oh, you had to. Maybe it's like a pothole. You hit a pothole or something. Maybe it was that when they. Oh, I'm gonna say talking over the phone about how to make soup. <laughs> was there an in-depth scene about soup? Well, it was a phone call, and I don't listen to on other people's phone calls, so I didn't listen to the details. <laughs> so you just assumed it was soup. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like they were talking about some of the gestures. Probably about soup. What's soup like? I don't know. It's cold out. They want to eat something warm and very filling. They're in Germany. I don't know. Maybe it's a a, a chowder. (laughs) Anyone else want to weigh in? Uh, I'll say it's about grotesque surgery. (laughs) (laughs) A very reasonable guess. (laughs) And and Ben said pothole. What's the answer? Ben was totally right. You must have run over a pothole or something. The problem is, which you couldn't have known, of course, is that my... um, my subtitles are actually very bad, so there's a lot of typos. So instead of whole H-O-L-E, it's whole W-H-O-L-E, oh. which turned into the entire pot of something. You're... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. This is even more unfair. It's not just untranslating, but it's unfucking. <laughs> All right. Ten minutes in. Okay. The line is, we need a Jago. <laughs> we need a Jago. <laughs> J dash go is the word. We need a Jago. All right. Uh, I gotta think that uh, Jago is a racial slur of some kind. <laughs> What's your best guess as to what race, ethnicity, or species a Jago is? I think it's. I think it's a. It's a mixed race. It's half white, half jaguar. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was thinking it was related to the dingo. <laughs> Jago ate my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jagos are not actually large enough to eat babies, but you know they'll make off with a rattle. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. that's my guess. Okay, the line we need to j- just go. Uh, it took the J hyphen, left it in there. It's a slur for people who stutter. <laughs> <laughs> and they live on the Jago bus system. <laughs> nice. Second obscure Star Wars reference in three minutes. <laughs> Okay, 32 minutes in. I want to mother. <laughs> uh, I want my mother. I want my mom. Yeah, yeah. No, I think she's just turned 30. <laughs> and she's really, that's a biological clock going on. Yeah, she feels her, her tits are starting to sag. She needs something. To... Last couple of eggs are bouncing around. Mm. Things are yeah. Bouncing? I don't yeah. know how they move. Maybe they're like ju- Mexican jumping beans. Yep, when she sambas, she makes her own maracas. <laughs> Ladies, call in. Please let us know. This is what happens when we have a, an all-male panel. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Please email howwomenwork at read-weep.com. Podcast at read-weep.com. Ez, what's the answer? You guys are correct. I want my mom. Oh, I, I wasn't. All right, except for Alex. Alex <laughs> is not correct. You guys want to try another? Yeah. All right. Oh, I'll just lump these two together. Okay. One, healing the pain are twice as powerful. And the other one, a related line. There's a lot about pain in this transcription from what I get. I can't imagine why. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, another one. Uh, your point of view, a lot of pain, I know. This is this is uh, the heartwarming scene between the two girls and the doctor when they connect and they start to understand why he does this. And it's it's because... He has a lot of pain for his dead dogs. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to go back to it. It's his own fault. You could have let them be in a pack instead of in a line. (laughs) 
Or a triangle. No, that would not have... No, no. They should be unattached, Ezra. <laughs> Flying V. No, they should... A dog needs a lot of room to run and play, regular feeding, love and attention, and no dogs are sewed to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that last one's really a sticking point. Yeah, I... <laughs> Although, you know, I think it probably started with, you know, maybe the doctor was pissed off that dogs were always smelling each other's butts. And it was one of those, like, well, why don't, why don't you just you marry know, it? If you yeah, like it so much, why don't you stay there? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. God, fucking, oh, man. Okay, we need another emergency talk about anything but this movie. Chris, tell us something about Star Wars we don't know. Let's talk about the Spice Mines of Kessel. Where are the uh, spice mines in Kessel, or where, where's Kessel, and what are the spices? What spices do they mine? Oh, Kessel is uh, is a planet on the outer rim. Can you use any other phrase besides rim? <laughs> on the outer butthole of the galaxy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it. Okay, what kind of spices are they mining in Kessel? Um, mostly turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it used to be filled with dangerous energy spiders that constantly attacked workers who mined the precious spice. So do you think all spice actually does have all spices and then it includes uh, energy spiders? Yeah, it's just kind of like a known thing. I yeah. yeah, it's in there. <laughs> if you're going to use uh, you know, uh, all spice, uh, adjust your recipe so you don't have too much energy spider in it, for sure. Do you think all spice has to have old spice in it, or is it only newer spices? <laughs> There's probably all spice classic, and then like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like Neo Allspice, Allspice Sport Fresh, <laughs> Axe Body Spice. Just, just somebody who's going out to the track and like they take off their jumpsuit jacket and then just big thing of Allspice on the face. <laughs> <laughs> or like a hockey player like skates over and takes a break, like yes. lifts up his mask, yes, and then that there's like a, a squirt bottle of Allspice. Oh, or if it's like a marathon, you like run by and then just give you like little like paper cups full of spice. Just so you throw spice. it on yourself. You have dry mouth and you just you have a spice. Oh, this spice is warm. I want cold spice. <laughs> Baby, can't you see? This ad was required, but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, in Hollywood, at the offices of IFC. Tom, Tom, it is good to see you again. Tom 6, 60, hey. Good to see you. Listen, I gotta tell you, I just loved your movie. Amazing work. Really? I loved it. Really? You guys loved it? Well, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Okay. Absolutely disgusting. Disgusting profits. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping maybe we could talk about my second movie, yeah? Let's do it. We, we want to hear what you got. Impress us. I feel it coming on. Okay, guys. It's called The Human Caterpillar. I like nice. where this is going so far. Wrap them in a twisted, fucked up cocoon, huh? Yeah. It follows Anne Geddes as she photographs babies dressed up as insects. Babies? Okay. What is she secretly doing with those babies? Go ahead and tell us. I feel it coming on. She is photographing them, and then she is publishing them, and then it's cute. Pretty fucked up photographs, though, right? Huh? You know, maybe one of them turns into a butterfly, but that's 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 pretty much the finale. So he puts wings on babies. Oh, you're sewing you're sewing the wings onto the babies. I get it. You're sewing the costumes right to the skin. That's disgusting. You're a no. human you're being. A genius. No, no, they just put them on and then take them off afterwards. It's it's nothing. It's they, they buy the they buy the costumes at Target and then afterwards. They take off the costumes. That's it. What? It's cute. What the fuck happened to you, Tom? 
I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not doing anything different. I, I mean, just been listening to this audiobook. You used to be the grossest of the gross. What book could turn you into this shriveling, conniving piece of garbage? Oh, well, I just went to uh, audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. I got a free audiobook from Audible. I, I picked uh, Destructive Emotions, a scientific dialogue with the Dalai Lama. It's really, really made me think about how I feel about things. It's really good. I'm really happy. All right, I got an idea. Human llama, that's what you're talking about. The Dalai Lama is a human llama. This is great. It's about the Dalai Lama, yes? It's about a Dalai Lama made out of other llamas. I like it. We'll shoot it on black and white. But will it still have, like, you know, the tenets of Buddhism? Well, uh, we'll see if they can achieve enlightenment through their surgeries. I think that's a good idea, yes. Okay, well, as long as it's happy, I'm, I'm in, guys. Coming soon in 3D. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Right at ya! All of his legs will touch you. Oh, God. I think it's worse whenever we have to go back to it, though. I think like you're a little bit of your spirit's broken a little bit more. <laughs> I, I don't know about anything anymore. Let's let's do a lightning bonus round, and let's see if we can do quick things where we don't have to dwell on anything. Okay. All right. The lightning bonus round is our regular movie feature where we have shorter versions of other things. Anytime someone says lightning bonus round, your joke is over. I think these girls had astronomically bad luck. Like, really, 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 really? bad How luck. so, Alex? Like, I can't, I can't put into words how bad these girls' luck was. It's because they their agents did not read the scripts sent over named uh, <laughs> Human Centipede. I mean... That your car could break down in any number of places. You could get a flat tire any number of times yeah. on a highway. You, there are plenty of girls who go to Germany and are fine. And they've got the whole time they've got to be thinking, like, I, we didn't, this is bad luck. <laughs> yeah, this is not their day to buy a lottery ticket, right? I don't know. When you said that, I thought of, like, you know, the family on vacation. Like, we could get a flat tire anywhere. Why we've come to the German woods <laughs> is to get sewn together. <laughs> Kids are like, I want McDonald's. Yeah, right. <laughs> McDonald's anywhere. Come on. <laughs> also, I mean, just the odds of it, that their crazy person specifically would also be skilled enough as a surgeon that it would be kind of a success. And it would be when he needs, when he already has one person and needs two more exactly. Yeah. If they'd been in a group of three, this wouldn't have worked at all. <laughs> yeah, it was like, human, human quadrupede. Such bad luck. Lightning bonus round. Lightning, Lightning bonus, bonus round. Speaking of bad luck and disappointment, this film was released by IFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that uh, what were they thinking on that one? I was just, I was, uh, I was a little bit hurt, you know. To be fair, this is not mainstream, so they got the independent <laughs> part right. <laughs> I, IFC has not, like, their point is to be independent, and I think if anyone had, they had asked anyone's advice, that person would have said, "Don't do this." So they were asserting their independence. It's reverse psychology. Right. <laughs> lightning I mean, bonus round. Lightning bonus round. I would like to have been in one of the meetings where they pitched this movie, like after it was finished, they pitched it to like a, a company to release, and the because it would not be a complicated conversation to be like, no, of course not. I mean, well, I guess it'd mostly be like throwing up, and then no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you tell them the idea, and they're like, no, get out of my office. In fact, I'm gonna put a GPS on your car so I know where you are at all times. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. I don't think the characters were very well developed in this movie. Oh, what do you mean, Alex? <laughs> no, that's it. That's full stop. I don't. I think there was lightning no... bonus round. <laughs> I don't know how you could possibly develop on such a nutritionally you know, deficient diet. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, uh, Lightning Moments, friend. Uh, I was going to say, this really shows the dangers of not watching Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because if you notice, like, they said, oh, there's a light over there. Yeah. If we learn nothing from Dr. Frankenfurter, don't go towards the light over where when your car breaks down. <laughs> but Brad and Janet learned so much about themselves. <laughs> Look, at best, Meatloaf will die. At worst... He'll be joined at the men's. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be joined at the men's. <laughs> Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. The dart gun, uh, I found it kind of hilarious that whenever someone got shot with it, they had a little feather sticking out of them. I don't know. I found that nice. <laughs> That's movie for, this is a dart gun, I didn't just shoot them with a bullet. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's how you know. Uh, who has a dart gun like that? Where do you, where do you get a trank gun these days? Uh, um, Trank Guns Unlimited. <laughs> I got a Trank Guns R Us. Uh, <laughs> Trank Gun Depot. Oh. Yeah. 99 cent or less Trank Guns. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think Trank Guns might be the kind of thing you want to splurge on. Lightning <laughs> <laughs> bonus round. All right, it's time for the last half, the second half of our compliment sandwich. This is the last nice thing you'll ever have to say about the human centipede. Mm. Certainly the last th- nice thing I'll allow any of you to say. So we're going to go in reverse order of the way we went. So Ezra, you are first. You know, this movie taught me the value of knowing my limits. <laughs> um, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to like it. And sometimes that, that hunch is enough to, to really save you a lot of pain. You got to go with your gut. Yeah. Really, because uh, if you don't, your gut will get sewed to someone else's gut. <laughs> yeah. And you won't want to deal with that. Is it better to you know to go to hell with your friends or to, to stay on the sidelines? Better stay on the sidelines, guys. I'm way happier Speak- having not seen this movie. Speaking as your friends, fuck you. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, my, my minor compliment. This is for setting a new world record for the least accurate use of a term, my friend. In recorded history, uh, when he's about to to kill the truck driver for not having the right matching body type or whatever, he says, I'm sorry, my friend, but now I have to kill you. And the psychopathic surgeon who kidnapped you from the side of the road and took you back to his house to do terrifying, torturous porn things to you is not your friend. Yeah, I feel like this is like a middle school special. Like, if he's going to kill you because you have the wrong tissue, he's not he's really not your really friend. He's not really your friend, friend. yeah. yeah. If the only reason he liked you is because he thought he could sell you to some other people, he's not really your friend. I think this is good. This is an anti-bullying campaign. Yeah. Does anyone even know any tissue types? Wavy. Oogie. <laughs> I don't know. Stuck to someone else. <laughs> With aloe, without aloe. I was going to say, my favorite one is the lotiony one because it feels like something <laughs> knows. I like the portable kind that come in a little packet. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Oh, those are nice. All right. Uh, last... Where are we? Chris, did you minor compliment yet? Uh, no, I haven't done my minor compliment yet. It's your turn. My minor compliment is actually, I mean, I, I realize this is probably due more to ignorance than anything else, but the doctor is really good at surgery, right? Because normally it takes a team of three people to keep someone under general, one person under general anesthesia for a surgery. And that's for like maybe eight, 12 hours. He keeps these people under general anesthesia successfully without killing them for like way more than 12 hours, three people at a time. And 
performs like weird, you know, his his awful, awful surgery. Wouldn't he as a surgeon be like above doing a lot of the tasks that there were probably nurses there for? Wouldn't there have been a lot of like <laughs> brow mopping he had to do on his own? <laughs> yeah, it cannot. And he did not scrub down very well. Well, he got his mirror self to do it, you know, before he made out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're a great nurse. <laughs> you taste like glass. <laughs> That's why he was fired. He was he was making out with the with mirror his own, his, in the his hospital. And they're like, uh, "Doctor, you're creeping everyone out." Stop making out <laughs> He's like, "Look, I'm sorry. No relationships in the workplace." <laughs> <It's just> not... <laughs> All right, uh, Ben. Final compliment. You know, I'm glad I watched this movie because what? now I know that if I'm ever in this situation. To call dibs on being the lead centipede position as quickly as possible. <laughs> I did an emergency talk about anything else moment. Uh, uh, There's a farmer's market. I can see it from my window. Um, They're selling uh, organic almonds. I find uh, farmer's markets to be very expensive. Yeah, but the samples? Usually free. <laughs> who, who sells samples? Who of anywhere? What place is like... Hey, samples, $1.50. Buzz. Uh, sometimes lotions, if they're expensive, will have samples and you still have to pay for them. Where? Or the little testers. Yeah, like keels or something like that. Like... Okay, well, then it's a tester, not a sample. Oh, uh, okay, wait. I got I, I answered my own question. The uh, the recording industry really wants you to pay. For ah. Oh. Like, for instance, if you wanted to sample, you know, the German doctor in this movie going, feed her. <laughs> Oh, you know, so that translated well then, that. actually, in my version as well. Yeah. Also, yep. Chris, you suck at this game. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please, please don't watch this movie. Don't reward the Six family. And in case you're someone who responds well to reverse psychology, watch this movie. It's the best. <laughs> or if you're the kind of person who responds well to mixed messages, watch or do not watch this movie. <laughs> anyway, that is it for our show. If you have any any comments on this or any other show, go to readdashweep.com slash contact. Uh, we would love to hear anything from you. Fill out that form, send us an email, call us, do whatever you got to do. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, as always, for being here, Chris and Ezra. Yep. yep. Thank you so much for being here, Ben. Uh, I'm sorry it had to be on this topic. Oh, my my pleasure, except for the the pain and horror that was watching that film. Ben, do you have something that you'd like to plug for us or for yourself? Uh, you can always check out uh, the Tumblr if you are one who tumbles. Uh, and keep up with film and video stuff that I'm doing there for bankegan.tumblr.com. We will have a link to that on on the show page. But so I guess maybe what you should say is you should you should mention that you're a you're a film guy. That's true. That's true. Yeah, there's a good web series that you did, uh, Duder. I really liked that uh, that funeral one you just did. Ah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, Matt Kirsch and Alden Ford, two very talented people, and they've been doing this web series, and they just asked me to direct an episode. It was a lot of fun, and you can check it out. And I guarantee you, there is no menace in it. Oh, that is great. <laughs> Coming up next week, we have a very special episode. We are going to be watching the Royal Wedding. That's right, I know it sounds weird, but we're going to be taking that, watching it on TV, and then running that through the normal Read It and Weep machine, and see what comes out the other side. So if you're interested, check that out next week.
I won! <laughs> you got it.